Okay, here we go. We're back. Football is next week. We have football in just about one week's time. We're recording this on Wednesday, the what's today? The second, the third, second, of second. So next Thursday, yeah. Um, it's exciting stuff, man. We weren't sure what you know how the season was going to look, but it sounds like going to give it a try. So. Um, Again, welcome back. It's episode 47. Now, these numbers, like we said last week, are really hard to find somebody. But we did find somebody. Well, we did find some players. Um, I went with Mel Blunt. He's a very old player. Well, he's from like the 80s or something. Played for the Steelers. Uh, I think he was a safety. Defensive TV. back. Yeah, yeah, defensive back of some kind. And he was pretty good. So that's my pick. He's a well-known player. And like I was, yeah. I was saying off the air, he's a guy that they always put a card in him for like Madden for Ultimate Team. Right. Um, but I went with uh, another fullback because we love fullbacks on this show. Um, so there's the current fullback for the Patriots. is uh, Jacob Johnson, I believe his name is, and, or, or Jake Johnson. And then um, uh, Rob Gronkowski's younger brother, Glenn, wore number 47 for a short period of time a couple of years ago. Right. That didn't that didn't last very long. But anyway, those are the 47s we came up with this week. And uh, hopefully we'll be in the 50s soon. We'll get some more exciting players that people maybe know about. Yeah, the 40s are just tough. <laughs> so um, we should be able to have some easier time when we get into the 50s and whatnot. Um. But yeah, we hope you enjoyed our AFC preview last week. I know it's been a while since our pre- previous episode, but um, we're going to bring you our NFC preview this week. We yeah. So we'll go division by division, team by team. We're going to start in the NFC East because we both figured that was the worst division. And... Uh, most likely start with the Washington football team, right? Yeah. First off, this division is horrible. Okay. Just want to just want to get that out there. <laughs> uh, I don't think the Eagles and Cowboys are good. I'm just gonna put that out there. Just like in general. Yeah. Oh. Like I mean, they were pretty trash last year too. Because didn't the winner of that division go eight and eight or something? Yeah. I uh, I, I see where you're coming from. Like the Eagles seem like a mess. Right now, especially like on their offensive side of the ball, um, like I have no idea who's starting, other than Zacherts. Um, but I feel like the Cowboys' offense will be really good this year. Yeah, I guess I forgot about the. Um, but rookies and whatnot, but. But I guess that offense didn't look too different last year, mm-hmm. and they weren't anything that special. So we'll see. There's potential, but I mean oh, yeah. potential for a while. Right. Yeah, we can we can start with Washington. The Washington football team as they're known now. The um probably the worst team in the NFL. No <laughs> the Jags yeah, might Jacksonville. be Jacksonville. Um, we'll, oh 
Yeah, I guess we didn't really even get to the news, but we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, um, yeah, we'll when, when we get to a certain team. Uh, what was I going to so say new- about Washington? That uh, Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starter, apparently. I've been seeing that all week. Yeah. We got a new coach in Ron Rivera. They oh, yeah. Lose Darius Geis. Um, Darius Goose, yeah, because he did some shady stuff. Yeah, they cut Jordan Reed or released him, so he's no longer there. They have Terry McLaurin as a receiver. They have Antonio Gibson and Bryce Love in the backfield, so with Adrian Peterson. So someone is going to emerge as the starter and the number one. Don't know who. Um. Yeah, this is not a good football team. They are not going to win a lot of games. Like mm-hmm. three, three at the most is what I'm thinking. Um, they yeah. added Chase Young in the draft with their second overall pick, and I think that was a fantastic pick. Kind of like how what Nick Bosa was for San Francisco, but I mean, San Francisco had a much better roster when they added him. So, I mean, I think in time. Chase Young is going to be super valuable to them and a great player in the NFL, but I mean, there's not a lot of help on that defense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like you said, Chase Young, I think, will be a beast, but uh, other than that, yeah, his team's just not going to be very good, but they seem to make some changes, you know, at head coach and changing the name. At least the owner seems. I mean, he was pressured into it, obviously, but uh, I don't know. The worst name, too, right? Like just, just a. Well, I think it's it's just interim until they come up with something more permanent. I think they just didn't have enough time to get out like a new logo and stuff. Do you know what I mean? One of the things I heard was that there was some guy in the DC area that like trademarked all of the possible names they were considering. <laughs> yeah. To like make a quick buck. So I don't know if that can like I'm sure that contributed to the fact that they're like, oh, like I don't know, like we'll just do this for now and revisit this later or pay this guy for a name that we want. So maybe they'll go the soccer route and they'll just be called Washington FC, the Washington Football Club. Yeah, don't love that. <laughs> no, that's terrible. It's um, gross. Yeah, it does. I don't think much else needs to be said about No. Washington. They're gonna be um, the bottom of the division. I mean, the Giants will probably be that, too. <laughs> They're going to get four wins. Sorry to Ben one, and Mark, one but... Win. These, uh... Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones isn't it. <laughs> I'm there's pretty confident that, saying that, but... There's a lot of people that are saying that he's going to be fine, but I'm not a believer either. Um, hmm. I am a Saquon believer, though, like... Oh, right. Like I said in the last podcast, I think he's going to be the number one player in fantasy this year. Um, I probably shouldn't say that because we have drafts coming up. What am I doing? Um, anyway, they, they, uh, they're going to get guys back. They're going to get Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Darius, Darius Slayton, um, all of which I heard have not played like a significant amount of time together on the field at the same time. So I guess we'll see what that offense looks like. Um, the defense did go out and add Logan Ryan this week, which I think that's a great add. They need it. 
but Logan Ryan on that defense with man, who else is on that defense? Um, That's a great question. The guy they got from the Browns in the Odell Beckham trade. Olivier Vernon. Uh, oof, I thought he went to Cleveland. Oh, no way, he went to Cleveland. Yeah, you're right. I've man. Uh, Jabril Peppers. <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Um, Eli Apple's not there. Man, who do they? Make? I don't know if I can name a defender on their team, man. Like maybe that's bad. Nate Solder isn't there anymore. I pride myself on being a well-knowledged sports fan, you know. Man, but Washington's defense and the Giants' defenses are just a blur to me right now. Hmm. I can name two guys, and I don't even know if Pepper starts. And Logan Ryan isn't officially even in New York yet, so yeah, he's probably still on the plane. So yeah, so I mean, I guess I guess this offense could have a little bit of uh, excitement, you know. Um, but it's just it's just a tier below the Eagles and the the Cowboys. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Philadelphia is interesting because I don't know. Like every year, they're a team that people, a lot of people pick, you know, to do good things. And kind of since Wentz, Wentz's injury when he was going to win MVP that year, they haven't really been able to. I mean, minus the Super Bowl they won. Well. <laughs> I meant in the in the following seasons. Oh, okay. I mean, um, I guess they did go to the playoffs a couple of years ago again, but um. But like Wentz can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the field. Yeah. And the receiving core is Greg Ward. Right now, uh, their rookie is hurt. Alshon Jeffrey's always hurt. Oh, really? The rookie. Uh, well, yeah. Flip, what was his name? Rager. Yeah, Rager. He's hurt? I think, okay. I think he'll be back, but I think he tore something in his shoulder. Oh, yeah, and it was on something stupid. Um, it was on a uh, – oh, Jalen Hurts threw an interception in practice, and Rager tried to tackle, like, to keep the play alive. But, like, what's the point of keeping the play alive? Like, I guess that's what they were doing. But then in the tackle he made, he tore something in his shoulder, and – uh so he's out for a while. So it was really dumb. Hmm. An interception and like they should have called the play dead, but it was they kept it going. So anyway, um, Miles Sanders is I know a guy that like people are excited about this year, especially with fantasy. But I I think too he has a little bit of injury concern. Like um, um, and we'll get to the Fournette news, but I know the Eagles were rumored to be a team that could be looking to add another running back, but they didn't. Um, and then the defense, they got Darius Slay. And I think for the most part, there's there's still a decent amount of pieces from their Super Bowl team yeah. that are still there. Um, so I don't think the defense is terrible. It's just if you can't keep your starting franchise quarterback on the field, and if you don't, if he doesn't have anyone to throw to, it's going to be really tough to win, especially with the Cowboys, who have basically, I would say, just as good of a defense plus a way more loaded offense. Yeah, what is that? What is that offense gonna look like, right? Like you said, with that receiving core and the, the load would be Zach Ertz, which is good. But at the end of the day, speaking from a team that I cheer for, who had a good tight end, 
and not that great of wide receivers. Like it's you need them at some point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Eagles could go anywhere from like nine and seven to eleven and five, to be honest. Um, but I lean kind of the nine and seven route for them. And I, and I do think that the Cowboys will be the better team and the, the division winner at the end of it. Yeah, me too. I think, I mean, I guess I'm just a Cowboy hater, to be honest. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Me too. <laughs> I mean, they're Maybe always. Not as much as you, but. They're always, you know, on the afternoon game on Fox, and it's super annoying because they can be crappy, but. Anyway, uh, but no, I mean, Dallas obviously has, like like I said, their offense has some nice pieces um, in addition of uh, CeeDee Lamb mm-hmm. and Gallup and Cooper they, got paid. they extended Cooper, Dak is on the franchise tag. Zeke's um, still playing. Yeah, so I mean... This offense looks like, you know, obviously it can be something good. So, yeah, I expect them to win the division and be the better, the best team there. Um, I think the only hiccup I could see is that it is new coach, right? It is Mike McCarthy, but I mean, it's, this isn't a guy oh, that true. doesn't have, doesn't have experience though, right? Like he's won a Super Bowl, so yeah. I mean, it's not like some guy that's, you know, this is his first crack at it, so. Um, yeah, I think the Cowboys offense is going to put up good numbers. I think the defense will be just fine. I think De- is Demarcus did Demarcus Lawrence opt out? I don't think he did. Mm, no, I don't mean, remember. He's, he's a good piece on that defense, along with I don't know where Sean Lee fits into it, but I mean Vanderash was a great linebacker for them. Jalen Smith was a great linebacker for them too. So I mean, there's still good pieces on the defense. Um, who's that? corner Awuzie he's pretty good anyway there's there's pieces there and I mean that offense is going to be good enough to carry that team so yeah pick the Cowboys to win the East yeah me too fortunately I mean I don't want to pick any of these teams I hate all these teams (laughs) yeah I don't screw that I'm picking Washington (laughs) just kidding the Reds oh the football team the football team Okay, so we both okay. take Cowboys in the East? Yep. All right, let's go to the NFC North. Where do you want to start? Ooh, this division, man. Who's going to be the worst team in this division? Detroit. No. Yeah, it's either Detroit or the Bears, right? Yeah. But I got to go with Detroit. They just never seem to have it together. So let's talk about the Lions. Okay. Um, I mean, Stafford was balling out last year before he got hurt. Um, didn't like the Lions lose a bunch of games either by, by like two one score? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't or, by much. And, yeah. And I think actually we talked about it on a previous episode where if they had won all the games that they lost by that those last minute scores or those small scores, like they would have been like a ten and six team or something like that. Yeah, they started the year really well, even with yeah. So, but I mean, that's just I don't know. That's football, right? Is a win looks the same whether it's by twenty points or by three points. Yeah. So, so yeah, Matthew Stafford, I think is great still. Um, 
if he can, this is another guy, if he can stay on the field, Detroit could, uh, yeah, they could contend for the division. Sure, I'll say that. Okay. is great. Marvin Jones is solid. Hawkinson is supposed to take a jump this year. They yep. went out and get DeAndre Swift, who people said was the best running back in the draft. Mm-hmm. They still have Kerryon Johnson behind him, so there's some depth there. Um, so, I mean, the offense looks nice. Yeah, the offense seems nice. And the defense went and poached a lot of Patriots players, too, just like Miami. Right. Um, they draft Jeff Akuda with their top pick, who is a top corner in the draft. So they had Jimmy Collins. They had Trey Flowers from previous the previous year. Um, I don't know. Like Honestly, for me, this team falls at Matt Patricia. Like if, if he can figure it out, if he can be a good head coach, which, you know, he's, he's from the Belichick tree, so not a great track record there. But if he can figure out how to run this team, and I know he's a defensive-minded guy, so if he can let Matthew Stafford do his thing and then just figure out that defense, Lions could be a fun team to watch and could contend for. Yeah, I think they could contend in the division. But yeah, I feel like I feel like this might be Patricia's last year to really do something before they decide to maybe. Because he's this is this will be what his fourth season or something or third, this is his third season. This is third. Okay, well, I don't know. If he, it just kind of feels like a make-or-break year maybe for him, but I don't know what the Lions are thinking, but he hasn't done much in the, last, the first two. So, um, yeah. But like you said, I mean, this team's talented. Just if the coach can put it together, that is the question. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess we'll go to the Bears. Man, Bears. They don't even know who's going to be starting at QB. Yeah, they won't say. Who do you think it is? Who do you <laughs> think it is, and what would you do? Because those might be two separate things. Oh, man. I really don't know what they're going to do. Trubisky just seems like they really need to figure out if he can. <laughs> but I've also heard a lot of people say that they think Foles is going to be the, he's going to win that job. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough, man. Like if it was me, I'd go start with Trubisky and then just abort really quickly if he really sucks, you know, right off right. the start. Just because, so, like, I feel like you gotta make sure that I don't know. No, and I I think we're on the same. Like mindset here because or wavelength because I think they're gonna end up starting Foles, um, but I would start Trubisky because I don't think the difference between what you're gonna get from Nick Foles and Trubisky is gonna be that much different. And mm-hmm. if you want to commit to Trubisky and if you want to see if he can ride this out and be what you drafted him to be, like try and show some confidence in him and say name him the start. Come out and say we're going with Trubisky. Like help him out any way that you can. Um, but I don't know if they can do that. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this team still has what a lot of people consider should be a good defense, but even, uh, even, uh, Mac had a down year last year, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did. But I mean, that, that's a game changer. You still have uh, Roquan Smith, who was a high draft pick. So that's a nice tandem. Eddie Jackson is there. Kyle Fuller is there. And the defense is, it looks good. And it wasn't long ago that this was the best defense in the league. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, I'm a huge Allen Robertson supporter. I think the guy's great. I think he can... I don't know. I have him in fantasy, and I'm a huge believer in him. Um, Anthony Miller is supposed to take a, a step forward. David Montgomery has a little bit of a groin injury, it sounds like, but it sounds like he'll still be able to come back around for week one. They've also got Tariq Cohen, the human joystick, or whatever they call him. <laughs> they get Jimmy Graham, which I don't love, but I mean... Yeah, there's a, I think there's he's a cooked, but... Cordell Patterson, who's just like a special teams machine. So... I like, mm-hmm. man, if you could swap, like, Matthew Stafford for Trubisky, the Bears would be awesome. <laughs> so yeah. That, tr- that uh, quarterback position is going to hold him back and keep him in the bottom half of this division for sure. Like, I don't know. They win, yeah. They might win six games. Seven. It's hard to see them doing what they did a couple years ago. Yeah. So... I think this is Chubisky's last shot, though, right? Like, if he doesn't yeah, do for sure. this year, he's done. 100%. So, I mean, there's, there's some more added pressure there. But, if again, if they could name him the starter, give him some confidence, maybe we'll see what he – because his first year where he got to start, he wasn't – he was okay, right? Well, that year they went to the playoffs and had that really good record. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't that bad. Yeah, he was pretty good that year. But I mean that defense was the best in the league, and it probably carried him and made it made his job way easier. So, mm-hmm. okay, let's go to. Well, I think this is where we're going to differ. So, where do you want to go next? Let's go to the Packers. Okay. Um, I don't man, think Packers, Packers had a weird off season. I think the Packers are going to regress. I think they were okay. a little bit of fools gold last year. Uh it's just like they didn't really, they still didn't do anything to really help Rodgers there. Um, and Funch just opted out. So, like, a potential, I don't know, out of nowhere kind of guy isn't there. Like, he still yeah. just has Adams and Jones, right? And then, like, Rod, I saw some update today on Sleeper. It's like, MVS is who Rodgers is talking about. It's like, yeah, well, we've been hearing that for like two years. <laughs> But there's no, um, nobody else to talk about. Yeah, and who Alan Lizard? Like, oh, sorry, Lazard? Like, is anyway? I don't know, man. I just this team just confuses me. Um, and I just I think they're gonna regress. I just yeah. think that I just I don't think they're as good as they like. What did they win twelve games last year or something? I don't think they're that good. Yeah. Uh, that's just I mean it's my opinion, but mm-hmm. I just don't think. Even last year, they were as good as that record showed. So, um, yeah, because I mean, what did Aaron Jones score like 19 touchdowns or something like that? Yeah, he had some ridiculous year. year. Um, yeah, so I think I'm I might be a little different than you here, which is fine. Like, I um, I just think that Aaron Rodgers is a bounce back candidate. I think he could have a better year throwing the ball. Um, I think the connection between him and Adams is. Honestly, like like you said, like there's not a lot of other guys there, but I mean, if there's somebody that's gonna know how to make it work with just one 
go-to guy. I think Rodgers could do it. And there's there's positive reports about Sternberger. They're like third-year tight end. Um, tight ends usually don't really take a step until their second or third year anyway. Lazard, yeah, it's tough to make a case for him or MBS. Uh, you just kind of hope that somebody can, somebody else can step up. Or I don't know, like a Mohamed Sanu got cut today. Um, yeah, is still on the waiver wire. Like I don't know if going out and adding a guy like that would solve these problems. Or maybe they believe in Lazard and they believe in Equinemius St. Brown or whoever <sighs> the third guy is, right? Yeah. Um, but again, odd. The, the defense looks good still. They still kept the Smiths. Um, Preston and Zadarius. Zadarius. Um, they got Jair Alexander, Alexander, who's a great corner for them. They still have Adrian Amos. Is he still there? Or Amos? Yeah, I think he's there because he went from the Bears to the Packers. I'm pretty sure. I, I might be wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I think their defense was good before, and they keep it intact. We wish they would have added another offensive piece, and maybe they still will. But uh, I don't know. I think when it comes down to it, for me, when I looked at Minnesota and I looked at the Packers, what it came down to me was, uh, do, I, do I pick Cousins or do I pick Rodgers? And so I think I ended up picking Rodgers. So. Fair enough. So for me, I'm picking the Packers. But we can move over to, well, I guess – Packers drafted another running back, which we don't think they really need. They drafted a quarterback in the first round, so that's where the we've like a lot of people feel like they missed on helping Aaron Rodgers. Adding a wide receiver would have been, I don't know, probably still would have been the move. Um, anyway, so yeah, they're a little confusing, but let's go to Minnesota. So I got Packers, you've got Minnesota. Yeah, like you said, I guess Cousins is kind of the downfall. I mean, he can play well, and but then he can't. Uh, but you can make a case that their run game is better. Uh, maybe their receiving options are well. Their receiving options are probably pretty close. They are hearing lots Either. about Justin anyway. Jefferson and uh, who's the who's the tight end that they drafted last year. The young, oh, young, Irv Smith, yeah. Yeah, Irv Smith. So uh, maybe you would take the Vikings receiving core over. Maybe the skilled players in Minnesota are better than the Packers. Yeah, maybe maybe just slightly, but mm-hmm. uh, they traded for Ngakwe from the um, the Jags, right? So um, they kind of they have a pretty good like defensive line already. So that's only going to help, and I think their defense is pretty solid. I don't know. I just, I think the Packers take a step back, and I think the Vikings have improved. So that's just that's where I. But I understand your point about the quarterback play because Kirk Cousins yeah. has had his share of failures. So. Um, no, but I, you know what? Actually, I kind of forgot about him. Gawkway going to Minnesota. It doesn't change my mind, but I mean, it just makes it that much closer. And I right. And I think it might only be one game that separates these teams. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch who comes out. But I, like we said, I think we're pretty sure that it's going to be either the Vikings or the Packers this year. And we don't really see the Lions or the Bears making too much noise this year. Yeah. Um, so there we go. There's the yep. NFC North. Mm-hmm. We're going to the NFC South now. 
This is a very, I like this division. These next two divisions are actually probably two of the best in football. So um, we're starting with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, We have Koch, I'm sorry, we have um, Coach Matt Rule there. And he coached at Baylor, I'm pretty sure, before. Yeah. So new coach, no Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, Sweaty Teddy. I mean. <laughs> no Kelvin um, Yeah, I mean this team has Kelvin Benjamin yeah. and Eddie Lacy are at a they're at a McDonald's somewhere hanging out. Yeah. Um <laughs> this offense is DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And that's I mean like Curtis Samuel's mm-hmm. there, Robbie Anderson's there, but I mean those guys don't move the needle enough for me. McCaffrey's a beast, but yeah, I don't like Bridgewater is a good quarterback, but it's hard to say. Hmm. He's got very limited help, and he's a very yes. inexperienced quarterback. Yes. So. so yeah, I, I think the Panthers not, are the bottom of this division. I think so. And they're another defense where I like look at that defense and I'm like, Brian Burns. Shaq Thompson. I don't even know if that second one was right. Yeah, and Shaq Thompson, I think that's his name. He might he be on the Bills. He hasn't been that great anyway. Anyway. I mean, I'm, like, I'm struggling to think of anybody else. Bradbury? Is he a corner? Man, sure. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Not, not a lot to be said about this team. I don't think they're pretty... I'm trying to remember who they drafted this year in the draft. I think they drafted a defensive lineman. Oh, yeah. Coming to me. Um, but, yeah, new coach, new quarterback, inexperience. McCaffrey's probably going to get a billion touches. But, I mean, they'll have to to be productive in any way. Um, do you think McCaffrey will repeat as the number one fantasy player this year? Yes. I think with Bridgewater, he's going to be maybe checking down even more so. <laughs> Bridgewater seems like a check down kind of guy to me. I don't know if that's based on any fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I think McCaffrey's I mean, we just we just listed the weapons on that offense, right? Like, it's still just McCaffrey, basically. So, I don't know. I just – if he doesn't lead, I mean, he'll be close. You know, it'll be it'll be right there. So. Okay. So, that's the Panthers. Yeah. I don't think we really have much else to add to them. Um, Let's talk about your, the favorite, your favorite team that you love to talk about every year. The Falcons? The Falcons. And the Falcons are good. And it just yeah. sucks because they're in a, their division got so much better kind of overnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, they keep Matt Ryan. They add, although they have Julio. Ridley. Calvin Ridley, who's great. They bring in Hayden Hurst, who they traded for, who's a number one or a first-round pick. They bring in Todd Gurley. I mean, they've got like... 
10, not 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 maybe, like first round picks on their offense starting. I mean, that's awesome. So, but it's just they're in a really tough division. And I think the defense, I know I was a huge advocate for them last year. I'm coming off that. Like, I don't, I don't know if that defense will be as good anymore. Um, but I mean, the offense is there. But unfortunately, when you look at the other two teams ahead of them in this division, they have good defenses and good offenses. And I feel like Atlanta's a little bit behind on, on the defensive front for for scale. Yeah, like like you said, I think this. I think they could be a surprise team, but on paper and just in my head, I got to put them, you know, third in the division. And, man, their defense right now, I'm, like, trying to really think. I know they added Dante Fowler. Um, and I think they still have, like, Deion Jones, I think, is still there. Yeah. Vic Beasley's not there anymore. He's with the Titans. He, he kind of fizzled out. Yeah, he did. I mean, I think they have Keanu Neal. Right. Trufant might still be there, and Kaze is another guy I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, Casey or whatever. Casey. So, again, they have pieces, just not as much as some of these other teams are going to have. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Um. Yes or no, Todd Gurley will work out this year for the Falcons. I think Gurley will be an effective NFL running back. Nice. I'm <laughs> glad to hear that because I have him in Dynasty. So. Sorry, that was very objective, but like... I'll take it. It was, a positive, think, it was a positive statement, so I'll take it. I think Gurley's still got... Um... I think he's still got a lot in the tank, so. Me too. Yeah. So, I mean, at least a couple more years before the knee injury or whatever arthritis thing he has going on, before that really starts to hinder him severely, I think that will for sure get one good year out of him, uh, which is all he needs in Dynasty. So, um, okay. Where do you want to go next? Because I think this is where we're going to split again. Well, why don't we save Tampa Bay for last? Because... They're kind of the okay. they're kind of the exciting team of the sure of the offseason. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we'll go to New Orleans Saints. This is just a team that is like has so much continuity and a lot of depth and just man, every position. I feel like they have good players. Um, so starting with quarterback Drew Brees. Getting older, but he's still an effective quarterback. Accurate. Michael Thomas, the self-proclaimed best wide receiver in the league. <laughs> he's a, he can be an effective route runner. I think that the, the route tree is limited. But, I mean, he doesn't drop the ball, and he's been consistent for the past few years. They add Emmanuel Sanders, who we both like. So there's a veteran wide receiver to be a, a decent number two because I don't think there's really been a decent number two wide receiver in New Orleans for quite some time. Um, Jared Cook, the tight end. I mean, that's 
he had a great year last year. So, I mean, he's, he's got good chemistry with Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara in the backfield with Latavius Murray. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like Kamara and them are close to a deal or something, right? After it said that they were going to might trade him. Yeah. So I think that was really like, sounds like that wasn't actually what was going to happen. It was like, if they couldn't agree on the right price, like if it was like a Le'Veon Bell situation, then mm-hmm. they would explore the, the trade. But I mean, it's oh, like okay. they hadn't had a chance to talk yet. And so, I don't know. It sounds like people were jumping the gun, but it sounds like it's all going to be figured out. And so, if they keep Kamara, that's huge. Um, defense. Cam, Cam Cameron Jordan. Jordan. I hate that guy. He's good, though. Yeah, he just, him, he just he trash-talked my boy Big Ben a couple years ago. Yeah. So. Um, he can suck an egg. <laughs> but he is good. You're right. Yeah, no. It's okay. Um Lattimore and Lattimore had a bad year last year, so it'll be interesting to see. I think what, he'll bounce back. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see like if he's more like he was as a rookie or like his last his last season. Because last season he wasn't. I remember I remember hearing that a lot during Saints games. Like they would say he really hasn't been that good this this year. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he can bounce back. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, they add Jenkins too. I think Demario Davis is a linebacker there. I'm trying to think of some other guys. I mean, but there's there's pieces there. And I mean uh Sean Payton, like that's a top five coach in the league, right? So Yeah, I think wait, Emmanuel Sanders signed that did you say that? Maybe you said yeah. that. Yeah. Um I think he's a good number two to pair with Michael Thomas. So I, I yeah. think that's really a going to be good for them i think the saints are going to win this division but oh okay um i had the saints until today <laughs> um i mean i've picked against tom brady a lot in my life and this hasn't gone yeah. well but i'm picking against them so <laughs> so i guess we can probably move to tampa yeah let's do um, it so the big news coming out today so recently we uh leonard Fournette was cut by the jaguars jaguars are now in contention for the biggest dump, dumpster fire of a franchise in the NFL. Like this is brutal, right? Yeah, They've let's from... let's talk about like I said to you before we record that you know, um on Dan Lebertard they were talking about all the top ten picks that the Jags have had and how like none of them play for them anymore. So like they went through like you know Ramsey, Fournette, Fowler, Bortles, and I'm sure I'm missing mm-hmm. another one somewhere. But like you know Fowler. Yeah, they had all these top ten picks, and I like none of them play there anymore, and none of them like worked out for Jacksonville. Anyway, it's just kind of crazy how mismanaged that team seems to be. When like just three years ago, they looked like they were, if they had a decent quarterback play, they were going to be kind of a kind of a power. Yeah, and really they were one play away from playing in the Super Bowl. So they were one underthrown ball. By Blake Bortles. Um, they were one strip uh, fumble touchdown uh, yeah. that was called back. No. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, freaking Dion Lewis just hanging out of the ball. Um, <laughs> Miles Jack, I think, is like the only guy from Saxonville that's still there. I think there might be one other defensive tackle there, but I mean, well known guys, right? But that defense was. Like people talked about how great it was and like how loaded they were and 
Miles Jack is the last guy standing, and I don't even know if he's playing anymore. I know yeah. he has injury stuff, and he might opt out, but the Jacksonville Jaguars have mismanaged that situation Terribly. to the point of like how Cleveland has managed their situation. Yeah. Like well, I don't know. I think Cleveland's done a better job. <laughs> so <laughs> Jacksonville probably needs to be, I don't know, they're the worst team in football. So they cut Leonard Fournette. They, uh, I know that he has been heavily criticized by the fan base recently too, like with everything that's happened with him being cut. Like the fan base is like, oh, he sucks anyway. He's not that good. I understand like his yard for carry were not that great during the year or the last couple of years. But I mean, if I was a coach playing against last year's Jacksonville Jaguars, I got Gardner Minshew throwing to DJ Chark, and there's something going on there. But who's the next wide receiver? Nobody. Who's the tight end? I don't know. O'Shaughnessy? I don't know what the guy's name was. Um, but and then you see Leonard Fournette. Like, you just load the box because like, they're going to use him because he's their best player on offense. So, I mean, now Leonard Fournette signs with Tampa Bay. He's with Tom Brady, and the offense consists of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Gronk, some guy in the slot, whether it's Scotty Miller or Tyler Johnson or whoever they're going to put in the slot. That guy doesn't even matter because I've heard that they're running Gronk as tight end and they're putting O.J. Howard in the slot. (sighs) And now you have Leonard Fournette in the backfield. And Rojo can be the James White to this team. Right. And I mean, if I'm a coach going against Tampa Bay's offense now, it's like, I I don't know what to prioritize because it's Mike Evans can wreck you. Leonard Fournette, I think, will have a lot of success because I think there's going to be just from like a defensive coordinator's like position, there's just too much to handle on that offense. You can't you have to focus your your guys at so many places. I don't I don't know how they're going to do it because I think Tampa's going to have a good offense and I think yeah. they make it work. They're loaded across the board. Um, I mean, unless Tom finally looks like he's 44 or however frick old he is. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing, too, is like... But weapons I keep a quarterback the, young, I guess, you know? So. I mean, I look at I look at those weapons, and I'm like, man, I could win like six games with the, those weapons. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I probably could, but... But no, but I get your this point. Is a, Just, this is a good way for Tom Brady to stay young. Yeah, hundred percent. I think this is this is better than the 07 team on offense. I mean, yeah, if you look up and down, I would agree. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident in saying that. I mean, Randy Moss is Randy Moss, but at the end of the day, it's like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were both in the top five for wide receivers last year. Yeah, those guys are both probably number ones, you know, when they're on the same team. So right and. And Fournette is a top five pick. Well, yeah, he's, and just, like, he's just been misused. He's 25 years old. Like the guy's still got a lot left in him. Yeah, and Gronk's gonna be. I mean, he, Tom's yeah. Tom's throwing him the ball, so you know he's gonna get looks. <laughs> and all the reports are is that that year that he took off actually really helped him. That he looks good. But I mean, even if he's not, you still have OJ Howard, hmm. Cameron Braid. Like there's there's a lot of depth there. And I mean, if they're running OJ Howard in the slot. And Gronk a tight end. Ugh. 
Ugh, that's gonna suck. Yeah, they got a lot. They got a lot of talent over there. So, yeah, I wanted to pick the Saints initially, but I mean now with the addition of Leonard Fournette, it just put it over the top for me because I I felt like it was kind of close, but I wanted to give the edge to the Saints. But now I just I don't know how I don't because if we look at the defensive side too, they they had Dominican Sue, mm-hmm. they got Vita Vea. Um, the corners and the safeties aren't that great. Uh, Devin Bush, not Devin Bush, Devin White. Devin White. Who went ahead of Devin Bush, I'm pretty sure. Yes. There's there two Devins, I remember, in that draft. They were the yes. two Devins at linebacker, and they were the best linebackers in the draft. So White went first, and then Bush went. So, I mean, he's had a, he had a good year, and he'll probably have a better year this year. So, I mean, but that defense won't have to have to play like like crazy good they don't have to be a saxonville or a legion of boom because the offense is going to carry them so anyway i just i think tampa is going to be good unfortunately yeah they will so i'm going to pick tampa yeah picking the saints is literally i think it's really close it's literally the Tom Brady hate that gets me to pick the Saints, to be honest. So I'm just be straight up. Yeah. I'm a hater, so. Yeah, I. Uh, they came out with some some guy wrote a book called The Dynasty, and it's all about like New England. And it just recently came out. Um, Pat McAfee was talking about it on the show, and in it they just talk about like how like there was just a lot of like. Um, hard feelings and issues between Bill and Tom and Robert Kraft and Giselle, I guess. And just like how, like he, Pat McAfee is funny because he talks about like Peyton Manning all the time. So he just said like, how much you want to bet like Tom was talking with Peyton and says, Hey, like, does this stuff happen to you still? Or like, do you still get like chewed out for this kind of stuff? And like, he's like joking around saying like Peyton would be like, yeah, maybe my first year, but like, after that, like I would have been like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> and so, obviously, there was some stuff going on there. So I know Tom's motivated to show people that it wasn't just Bill or that he was a system quarterback. So it, uh, he's definitely in a good situation with some good weapons. So Tampa's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. We can leave it at that. Okay. Okay, last division. This was a tough division to pick. The West, yeah. This uh, this division is looking good all across the board. I mean, we can start we can start with the Cardinals. Um, I mean, they add Hopkins, right? We all know that. Yeah, that's a huge addition. Kyler Murray had a pretty good rookie year, so like, you expect him to just continue that. Um, Kenyon Drake was really good <laughs> after they acquired him last year. Yeah, he is probably the reason I was able to win the Dynasty League this last year. He was the right. last part of the season. He was on fire. And, he, and uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, just the run schemes and game plan for the run game that Cliff Kingsbury had is was so much better than the Dolphins that it just made his life way easier and that his skill set was 
able to shine more than it did in Miami. Yeah, and Fitzgerald is still there, and he, he's just old reliable at this point. Yeah. Um, they, um, they have a, a tight end named, I guess, Dan Arnold. And uh, I listened to the Fantasy Footballers podcast, and they were hyping him up. And they're all, like, Arizona Cardinals fans. So, like, they're kind of, like, okay. close to, like, they're in the weeds for, like, guys like this where it's, like, who's Dan Arnold pretty much. But it's, apparently he's a good tight end, that good pass catcher, good blocker. So it sounds like the offense has good players at all the positions. So, Hmm. Yeah, I mean – this this could be a decent team, but this division's tough. Yeah, it's just they're in a tough division. I mean, if you throw the Cardinals into the NFC East, they could win that division. They might be the favorite. Yeah. Uh, defense, they still have Chandler Jones, who's a sack monster. They went out and drafted Isaiah Simmons, who's like awesome, like hybrid linebacker. That's crazy athlete. He went in the top five. Patrick Peterson's um, still there, right? Yeah, he's still there. Buda Baker, they just oh yeah renewed his contract. Apparently, gave him awesome. a ton of money. Um, so yeah, again, some nice pieces on the defense. The offense is going to be able to put up a lot of points. So it's like the defense is similar to Tampa Bay. Maybe they don't have to be that good, but mm-hmm. the division is just so tough. Man, way. all the Cardinals need is to change their jerseys and they'll be set. You know. I think their jerseys are trash. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted oh, okay. your point. Okay. What would what would you do? Would you like throw back to like? Well, they had those black ones back in the day that weren't that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Just just like the way like they're just like the blocking like I don't know. Just the way their jerseys look now. Like they need, almost need to simplify it. There's almost too much going on. If that makes sense. They kind of look outdated, to be honest. I don't really know how to explain it, but. Well, we all can't have iconic, original NFL team jerseys you know man Steelers jerseys are amazing <laughs> yeah it's a homer take but no they really are like they're like even like their logo that's like a top five logo top five jersey yeah anyway um but man like I can see a scenario where the Cardinals are really good you know but it's gonna be tough sledding right. playing these division teams you know because the next team I want to go to is the Los Angeles Rams and I mm-hmm. think the Cardinals could be better than the Rams yeah um, me too it's hard to pick against them just because they've been to a, a Super Bowl recently. The offense still looks pretty good. They drafted Cam Akers, who apparently is really great. On the Adam Lefko show today, they were talking to a, one of the linemen from uh, the Rams, and he was just like, man, like Cam Akers is like, he walks around, has a swagger of like a thousand yard back. Like he just is, he's the athlete, he's the guy. He just has shown that kind of. I like mentality that. And, and personality. So, uh, yeah, you like that for Dynasty. Um, but, <laughs> like, I don't know if they'll give them all the workload. Like, are they going to split it with Henderson and Brown or are they going to bring in yeah. somebody else? You don't know. But they got Robert Woods. They got Cooper Cup. Really underrated, good receivers who, in fantasy, like those guys will produce for you and they go late. Um, Tyler Higby, the tight end, came on like last year. So I always yeah. thought Gerald Everett was their tight end, but it looks like it's going to be Higby. Yeah. Um, just because with what he did last year. So it sounds like he's a favorite target of Jared Goff. So if Jared Goff plays well, I mean, I, I believe in Sean McVay. I think he's a good coach. 
Um, and then the defense has studs, but it, it just kind of seems a little bit patchy, you know? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, exactly. You have, you have Jalen Ramsey. That's an awesome corner. I don't think Akeem Tlaib's there anymore. But the rest and of that secondary is kind of hurting, right? Right. And then um, they have Aaron Donald. But uh, what does the rest of that defensive line look like? And, and Littleton, their linebacker left. And I don't know if Brockers is there anymore. He might have gone to New York. Anyway, yeah, they, they have studs on defense, but it's just like they got one here, one there. And it's like, what about everything else? Like you need it to be a little bit more solidified, like more more depth. But again, they got a good coach. Their offense looks good. And I mean, Aaron Donald can win you a game on his own. So I guess we should, I should maybe believe in them a little more. So, but I have the Rams, yeah, kind of down there with the Cardinals, just because this division is so good. Yeah, these will be, yeah, the Rams are interesting because, like, I feel like this is kind of a year, too, where, like, either they get back into contention or if they have another bad year, then who knows, maybe they, I'm not going to say they blow it up, but maybe blow it up a little. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, right? Like, we, we're looking at the next two teams to talk about, Seattle and the 49ers. Like, the Rams can't afford to have a bad year because even if they have, a, like, a decent year, like, what am I trying to say? Like, the Rams could win nine to ten games and miss the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. if the 49ers win 12, if the Seahawks win 10, the Rams could win nine and still miss the playoffs or win 10 and miss the playoffs. Like, I just, I don't know. I think that's, it's just a tough division right now. And and if they miss, if they miss the playoffs this year, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, do they blow it up? Do they, because they, did they pay Ramsey? Or are they working on a contract deal? So I thought, Goff and Donald have been paid. Didn't sure. Jacksonville already give Ramsey a bunch of money and then they traded that whole big contract away? Maybe I'm Maybe. wrong. But... Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I think you're right. Because didn't he pull up to like a, a, a training camp last year with like a, a Briggs truck or whatever? <sighs> Maybe. Okay. Anyway, Los Angeles Rams. Hard knocks. Yeah. Seen a little bit of them. They're not getting back to the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert. There's a hot take. Um, <laughs> okay, which team do you want to go to next? Um, well, let's go to Seattle. I mean, okay. We'll we'll give the 49ers. They went to the Super Bowl, so we'll we'll, last? Okay. we'll we'll give them their due. But so here's the thing. I am gonna pick Seattle to win this division. Yeah, I agree with you, actually. Okay. No, that's good. Because we're on the same page there. Cause, um, Russell Wilson's a wizard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> DK Metcalf, I think, is going to be a huge... I think he's going to kind of, like, come out this year. Like, I think, yeah. I, th- I think you're going to see him maybe establish himself as one of these top guys. I just have a feeling. 
obviously we know Lockett and Wilson have a special connection. Yeah, and they added Greg Olson too. Oh right, forgot about and that. Will Disley, who I'm not, I don't know, I'm not on that train, but I mean, I feel like every Seahawks fan I talk to loves Will Disley. So. Well, yeah, he was playing phenomenal before he got hurt last year. So. Um. Yeah, on the other side of the ball, Bobby Wagner's still there. They have Flowers. They have Griffin in their secondary. They trade for Adams. We've already talked about that, but that's a huge piece to add. Um, I know Pete Carroll is still there. I think they're a good organization, and they're just consistently good. And I think Russell Wilson could win MVP this year. That's a take I'm trying to figure out for our next episode, our, our little picks and stuff. But um, what are they going with? Here's the thing. I think the Seahawks will make some more signings to add to this team. Jadavion Clowney, maybe. Not 100% on that, but I mean, I don't know what his market is right now. And I mean, he's familiar with Seattle. And maybe Seattle sees an opportunity to add to their defensive line, um, which isn't good. Like I talked to Lauren about it, and he said that it wasn't good. And then I saw something today that ranked Seattle defensive line as the worst defensive line in football. So if they go out and add Clowney, or you're not going to like this, I don't like this either. They go out and they sign Antonio Brown. They won't have him for eight games, but I mean, if they have him for this second half of the season in playoffs, Russell Wilson to Antonio Brown, are you kidding me? Uh, that's not good. Yeah, until Antonio Brown tries to Never mind. I'll stop. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. But I mean, I think Antonio Brown knows if he wants to play in the NFL, he has to act a certain way because it hasn't worked out and it's come back to bite him in the butt. So hopefully the eighth game, eight, well, I don't know why I'm saying hopefully because I don't want him to go there, but I just think it's going to happen. And I've heard that Russell Wilson is pushing for it. So and they still well, have like Chris Carson in the backfield who's a good running back. So that team, if you look at it, would be pretty nice on both sides of the ball. Maybe Russell Wilson being a man of God can change Antonio Brown, you know? So. <laughs> Sorry. Mr. Unlimited or whatever he called himself. Yeah, Mr. Sierra. Okay, so we're, we're both picking Seattle? Yeah, I like okay. Seattle. Maybe so. Um, which, I guess we'll go to the 49ers, and, and the reason that I'm not picking the 49ers, and maybe you're the same, it's just that the team that usually goes to the Super Bowl and loses takes a step back the next year. Yeah, a big hangover, and I also just, I mean, I know I know this is your boy, but, like, they got to try to not, like, last year they won in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo, not because of Jimmy Garoppolo, so. No, that's a fair, that's a fair um, statement. Feel like they gotta figure out a way to not try to just hide him with that group, you know, because they have a great defense and some solid weapons. But yeah, uh, I, um... yeah, I don't know. I just not sure that they can do what they like replicate that. If that makes sense. Um, the defense is still gonna be there, right? Like the defense yeah. is still gonna be good. They keep Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman, so the backfield looks great for running. Use check. They use their fullback. Um, they lose Emmanuel Sanders. They add Brandon Ayuk, who apparently was um, Shanahan's number one wide receiver in the draft. So, I mean, they said, too, even though, mm. like, 
other receivers went ahead of him, if all the receivers were on the board, they were still taking Brandon Ayuk. So, which is interesting. Um, he's that was he said that to Chris Sims on Chris Sims's podcast. So they add him. They have Debo Samuel. There's, they both have a little bit of injury, but they both sound like they'll be there for Week One. Uh, George Kittle, game changer, arguably the best tight end in football, and the offensive line is good. So I mean, with Kyle yeah. Shanahan calling the plays, this team is still going to be good. And again, this is almost like a Chicago Bears situation where if the quarterback can figure it out and play well, this team can be great. But like you said, they won in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo. And I've been like in his camp trying to make a case for him for what is it, like three years now. Mm-hmm. This is the last year, I guess, I can stay in that camp. I still think he can do it. But if it isn't this year, I mean – that team is just too talented to let it be held back by a quarterback that can't make the plays. And, you know, one of the big plays that happened in the Super Bowl was that he overthrew Sanders on a game-winning touchdown, right? Right. You got to have a guy that can make those plays in those moments. And mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like, I don't know. He flashes. Like, he makes nice plays, but I feel like they're, the plays are really drawn up for him to succeed. Like, there's a clip from uh, a game where the, the 49ers are playing the Saints and it's uh, Shanahan who's talking to the ref on the sidelines and he tells him, he says, look, Kittle's faking like a slant in and then he's going to out to the sideline. And he said, either he's going to be open and make the catch or the guy's going to hold him. He's like, that's exactly what's going to happen here. And like, sure enough, what happens is he gets held and then the ref's like watching for that and sees it and then like throws a flag. So I think like Shanahan is just like his plays are just like that. I think the whole playbook is like that where it's and then if Jimmy can't work with like such good play calling, like that's a red flag for sure. Yeah. So anyway, um NFC West, we're both going with Seattle. Um should have some happy Seahawks fans. Yeah. For that. Um so yeah, those are NFC predictions. Yeah, that's our kind of our quick rundown preview. Um, I think next uh, next week we'll try to record probably earlier in the week to get a, the episode out before the Thursday night game. I guess I guess it doesn't really have to be out before then, but uh, we'll get it out. We we want to we want to preview like we want to kind of make our maybe playoff predictions and kind of some of those sort of things. So that's kind of what we'll focus on next week as, as well as maybe previewing week one a yeah. little bit. We'll throw out. Oh, and also we're going to do um, Brady did on the Yahoo platform. He has kind of like a survival league where it's like you just have all the matchups. You can pick a team that's going to win that week. And as long as you get it right, you move on. Um, but once you pick a team, you can no longer pick that team. So um, we're going to, try and fit that in every week. We'll talk about a matchup where we, we can, we guarantee that someone's going to win and we're, we'll make that our pick for our, right. On that. The, like the lock. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have our lock. That um, sounds great. Let's see. Other than that. Yeah. Next week. It's all happening. Yeah. We're about to get started here. So, um, 
again, let us know if you have any comments or whatever. Um, but yeah, we'll be back again next week with another episode and we'll be able to watch some football. So that's kind of cool. All right. Adios. Okay. Good night, everybody.